It's time for Morning Soul Shine with Bridget, a podcast where we interview people who express their stories of triumph. I'm your host, Certified Life and Mindset Coach, Bridget Gibson. Hello, we're back. We're back and we have with us Prophet Wayne T. Richards. And guys, he was with us back in February. And my goodness, he gave us a word from God. And so we found it so befitting that tonight on uh, National Day of Prayer that we don't close this night out without talking about the goodness of God and just kind of hearing from God tonight. You know, National Day of Prayer is an annual um, event where we take time out just to pray for our nation and pray for each other. And you know, on tonight, uh, Prophet Wayne is here so we can talk about, you know, spiritual warfare and what we're dealing with right now in our nation. So thank you so much, Prophet Wayne, for being with us. And we're gonna just let you, you know, just let God use you. And um, thank you again for being on Morning Soul Shine with Bridget. I just want to say thank you for having me. And it's always a pleasure to uh, come on your show and, uh, you know, just have a conversation, a dialogue about what we believe God is saying in this, in this season and what we know that he is not. So it's an honor and a pleasure to be with you once more. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, um, I have been, uh, you and I have actually been working together for the last couple months. And I've had an opportunity to see your work up close. You know, because we've been working on doing YouTube stuff and social media stuff. And so I've seen the deliverance services that you've been um, having and how it has impacted people in such an amazing way. And so I want you to talk to us a little bit tonight about your ministry and what you're doing to help people um, to give them the word of God so that they can be delivered. Um, so, um, it's a lot, I'm trying to package it in a small space so that people understand. So I don't believe that anyone ever wakes up one day and says, I want to be a deliverance minister. I absolutely believe that you are called to this because it's not for the faint of heart. Much of what you're going to experience is not what you've ever heard in a church, taught in a church. Uh, a lot of uh, theological misconceptions uh, that cause people to be in bondage, uh, and even dealing with uh, people, uh, some of our believers and, and ministers and prophets alike, that because of their lack of knowledge regarding deliverance and the theology that helps us to understand how a Bible-believing, blood-bought saint can have a demon becomes a problem when people, because of their elder statesmanship, will not believe that God can use somebody that may not be at their statue to bring revelation to them. So that is an issue. But what we are seeing now, I've partnered with Bishop Eric Zimmerman. You know, I call him the brother that I've never had. And between me and him and the love that he has for people, the church that he has established, where he mm -hmm. is led by the Holy Ghost, that allows me being a minister that is outside the denominational structures to point people to a place that I am confident that they're going to be taught, they're going to be fed, they're going to be loved, and they're going to be trained. And all of that together will allow them to be set free. 
So now that we've partnered together with him and also evangelist mm -hmm. Naja Alston, which is an ordained mm -hmm. evangelist at his church, we are seeing that the social media space when it comes to deliverance is becoming more impactful because we're pulling people out of all kinds of mm -hmm. disciplines, all kinds of uh, being demonized into a place where not only can we teach the truth, mm -hmm. not only can we allay their fears, not only can we prove through the scriptures that a Christian can have a demon, but after doing all that, present to them a solution, which is Jesus. And that's amazing. That's amazing. What I love about this experience, anybody that really understands the ministry of deliverance is when you start going to church on Sunday and you never know what's going to happen because God is the author of what is happening. Watching mm -hmm. babies 10, 11, and nine years old being filled with the spirit, watching kids run up to the altar in an act of worship that we don't see from most adults, allowing their prophetic gifts mm -hmm. to be used and cultivated. To me personally, it is an exciting time to be alive. And it's a wonderful thing for me to be a part of what mm -hmm. God is doing, not just through me. And, and I'm sure he's doing it through others. And, mm -hmm. you know, deliverance is not a thing that is uh, mainstream. And our goal is to make it mm -hmm. mainstream. Exactly. You know, I was um, talking before we came on. I remember back in the day, you remember when we used to tarry for the Holy Spirit. We used to tarry. You know, they wouldn't let you get up until you confessed, until you were set free, you know, and we don't see that like a long time ago. And so in your deliverance ministry, in your deliverance chronicles, um, we're seeing that more, that people are actually tarrying, wanting to be delivered, wanting to be set free, asking God to come in and take away everything that is not like him. And so that is amazing to see that happening because people want to be free. You know, as we go to church and we listen to the word and the word sits with us and then we go back home the same way. And so what we're trying to um, and I know this is what your main goal is, is for God to set people free. So can you talk to us about your deliverance services that you're having? Okay. We have, we do one-on-one -on -one sessions. We do them from Tuesday to Friday. We it used to be Tuesday to Thursday, but we opened up Friday nights from 8 uh, p.m. to 12 a.m. for people that may not have the availability during the day. And what we're starting to experience is this, that the calendar is booked almost all the way to July going into August. So what we've, I can't take any credit for it. The Holy Ghost is like, listen, this is what you need to do. You need to hold these mass deliver sessions every month until the end of the year and start the process of getting people acclimated to what freedom looks like, what it mm -hmm. feels like. Like I had a lady text me yesterday, uh, I haven't had a good night of sleep in over 20 years. I slept through the whole night. That is after going through the session that we have uh, had with her. And what we are starting to realize is this. Most believers have come to the place where they believe that whatever it is they're going through, that's just their life. That's just my plight in life. Struggle is my name. Uh, mm -hmm. Being broke or dealing with lack is just what we've experienced our whole life. Not realizing that many of these things 
uh, beside it being behavioral issues and choices, it is a mm -hmm. demon. Oh, yeah. It is a oh, devil. Yeah. Doing a deliverance yesterday. The demon claimed, you know, I record these sessions. So I have the data. Yeah, I have I've the heard evidence. It. And the, these demons are saying, listen, all sickness comes from us. All of it. No caveat, no exclusionary clause, all of it. Now, you know, and this is another thing I, I hate what people say. Oh, well, you shouldn't be talking to demons because they're liars. They lie when they deceive you. They do not lie when they're in the presence of God most high and being compelled by the Holy Ghost to reveal the dark secrets of the kingdom of darkness. Number one, if you can't get to get them to tell the truth, you better believe you can't, you can't cast them out. So it's understanding mm -hmm. your authority and understanding the protocol. And we have scriptural evidence for this. When Jesus asked the man in the Gadarenes, depending on which uh, account mm -hmm. you read, it was either one guy or two guy. What is your name? Oh, God forbid, let me, let me just grab my theology and not clutch my pearls. There was a time in Jesus's life when he did not know everything. That is impossible because he's God. So that is an object lesson to help us to understand that mm -hmm. querying spirits is a good strategy to get information. Why? Because as much as what we know about demonic mm -hmm. activity, very little of it is in the Bible. Where exactly. do demons come from? There's very little evidence in the Bible where they come from. What are the strategies that they use? We know some of them. And when we start talking about the generational connections to families and individuals, People are still trying to explain the way that, oh, you know, that generational curses, they exist. Mm -hmm. And even after Jesus went to the cross, died and ascended to heaven, they still exist because curses do not end until the last book in Revelation chapter 11, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of teaching that we must do to allay the fears and the concerns of people that may not be uh, uh, as, as, uh, may not have the kind of revelation that we have and experiential knowledge that we've received over the years of mm -hmm. doing this. So we have to help them first to understand. Secondly, help them to assess, well, do I have a demon? This is the thing that I always say. Everybody needs to be delivered from something. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Mm -hmm. By right. the nature of your birth and the families that we are born into, we need to set free. We don't know what grandmama Bessie, what spirit she dedicated us to. Mm -hmm. Why are all the women in my family either divorced or unmarried? We would say, well, maybe it's a choice. No, it's not a choice. It's a curse. And so we need to evaluate mm -hmm. the things that we've learned in error and reassess and reset our the theological understanding of demons, demonology, and deliverance. Mm -hmm. But our goal is to always teach, uh, deliver, mm -hmm. empower to, to stay free, and then instruct you on how to do what we're doing. And so that's what we do. Amen, amen. You know, as you were speaking, I was thinking about, uh, remember, um, I don't know where the scripture is, but remember the lunatic in the graveyard when they cast the demons out of him and and the they didn't say where the demons came from, but the demons did go into the, the swine. And so, yeah, so I, I, as I'm thinking about it, I never seen where demons came from. Where did they come from? How did they, you know, how did they get in the person? Okay. The first thing that we have to understand is every human being, every subsequent human being after Adam and Eve was born separated from God. Okay. 
And so because whatever transgression or iniquity that happened in the garden, that leaves us in a position born without God. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you read Genesis 1 and 2, most theologians and people that understand this stuff will call it the gap theory. Because mm -hmm. Genesis 1 and 2 shows that there's a disconnect in between God's original creation. The word uh, uh, void uh, comes from a Hebrew word, tohu bahohu, which means, uh, uh, which means, um, come on, brain, you got to work tonight, which means chaos. God never or will he ever create something that is left in a state of chaos. And that is where we got to look to the New Testament and look in the book of Ezekiel and understand what happened. That is when the great war in heaven broke out and Satan was expelled from heaven. And when he hit the earth, the impact caused destruction of the entire earth. And so when you read the Genesis account, what we're witnessing after one and two is a recreation of the cataclysmic events that destroy the earth and the inhabitants that were there before. Because God would not have said to Adam and Eve, now go and replenish. You cannot replenish unless there was something there before. And these individuals that walked the earth may not have been humanoids, but they are known as the pre-Adamites because they existed before Adam. Okay. okay. Now, when they lost their bodies, because at some point they agreed with Satan to be a part of his dark kingdom, then we know of the flood. And what the flood did, based on Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says that the sons of God, the Benua Elohim, so the daughters mm -hmm. of men, and we like to make it super spiritual. Oh, no, that's the sons of Seth. No, the angels had the ability to procreate, and the Bible says they created men of renown. Now, in mm -hmm. this is just me. This is not Bible. Where did they get the idea from? That's just a rhetorical question. They got the idea of a from a previous excursion or we can talk about that later and so now they produce this master race in an effort to disrupt the bloodline that jesus would come through the savior would come through and in doing that god said what because if you read those accounts there are two different type of men that god is talking about those that possess the breath of life which are created in his image and likeness and the offspring of human and angel cohabitation that produce giants and mutants and uh hybrids okay? okay when they lost their body because of the flood that is what we know now the left the nephilim the rephaim the sons of anak and what we know now as demons they can be animals uh they can be intelligent beings they can be, uh, listen, a lot of what we see in folklore, a lot of what we see in Disney with mermaids and mermans and all of these creatures, those creatures are real. Those okay. creatures exist in the realm of the spirit. And the mermaid mermans we know are uh, 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 inhabitants of the oceans known, known as marine kingdom or marine spirits. That is where we get our incubus and succubus and all. It's, it's so broad. This topic that we can talk about so many different things. So I don't want to overwhelm your guest. I just want to answer your questions. You know, no, it's a you're lot doing of information. Great. Yeah, it is a lot of information, but it it brings us to where we are today. You know, because we're living in a world that is influenced by so many different types of demonic spirits, 
and we know it's demonic because it's mm-hmm. uh you know we see so much that's happening in our nation right now that is just so ungodly Absolutely. it's really really ungodly and so anything that's not of god is of the devil so Correct. i want you to be on tonight national day of prayer just to kind of bring some insight on what we're looking at you know because sometimes we look at stuff and we know it's not right we're like that is not right that is not godly mm-hmm. but you know we don't understand where is it coming from if you can kind of help us understand where are these these spirits that we're seeing just flaunting itself around like it's just you know it, it belongs here you know can you talk to us about that um i had a conversation with somebody the other day and i'm, I'm going someplace with this and the topic was oh we're going to see a bunch of christians who are in agreement with abortion and then the lady went on to say that i am not in agreement with abortion and i kindly responded to her yes you are and she took offense to what i said because she was adamant that she was not in agreement with an abortion and my response was once more yes you are mm-hmm. and then her response was i'm not going to argue with you I'm like well you don't have to argue but i'm going to explain it to you everything in this world has to do with covenants everything mm-hmm. Jesus is the new covenant, and therefore that that is what gives us access back to the Father, right? Mm -hmm. When we got saved, we didn't sign a document and say that we got saved. By our hearts, we declare that we want to be transmitted from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. God Mm -hmm. judging our hearts, he declares us saved by the covenant of agreement, okay? We, the power of agreement it is what gets us the caught up. So my, now this allows me to explain to her why she's in agreement with uh, abortion. Because you cannot, by signature or by agreement, agree with a political affiliation or a group of people that their agenda is abortion and same-sex marriage. And you vote for them and then say, I'm not in agreement with it. The devil is a liar. Yes, you are because you're now in covenant with an organization that destroys the image of God, okay? And so what we don't understand is a lot of what we are experiencing is because we have opened the door, okay? Mm. All of Disney stuff, Little Mermaid, a mermaid that is in love with a human, that is what the marine kingdoms do. That's what the spirit spouse does. Stand in the place of the kingdom spouse to obscure the woman for their own sexual agenda, for their own perversive uh, activity. Uh, when we look at what's going on in Hollywood, Cardi B is coming out and saying, I don't want to do this anymore. These songs that I'm writing are causing demons to manifest. It's not just Cardi's song. It's not just about the lyrics. We have to understand that the frequencies by which are overlaid on top of these songs allow demons to travel on these frequencies and connect to your brainwave. Didn't we have a real example last summer with the Travis Scott um, concert. And it was brought out so vividly what was going on at that concert. And I think that was the first that I've seen that was so real that no one could say anything different. Absolutely. Now, it let was me tell you so real. what the Travis Scott also showed us. 
that our Gen Xs and millennials, they have no semblance of who God is. Because me, any I've been to concerts and there's certain concerts I had to leave because I know not even saved and I knew something wasn't right. But the cross, the stage was an upside down cross. Ding, ding, mm -hmm. ding, ding. Hello. Anybody with a modicum of uh, Christianity, your mama was saved, your auntie used to sing in the choir, I mm -hmm. went to church twice, would know that that is a no-no. That is a sign of the perversion of the kingdom of darkness. But nevertheless, that wasn't even a thing that would alarm them. Mm -hmm. We're just going to hear this music. We're going to have a good time, not realizing that music, right? When it comes to demonic activity, music is the only thing that does not need an invitation to enter you. Mm -hmm. It just goes through your ears. So the goal is not to listen to it because you can't control once you've opened that gate to receive that information, that data, the demons that travel on the frequencies. We did a deliverance the other day and the demons started to expose all the frequencies that they use to demonize young people and all the songs that were, was part of their Rolodex of tools to use against our youth and our Gen Xs and millennials. So as we do these deliverances, the Holy Ghost is causing all this information to be released to us so that we can disseminate it so that people are not in, 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 in confusion about what, and what I always say is this, these are my hands. I am called to have clean hands and pure hearts and not to have any blood on my hands. So my mm -hmm. job is to relay information. That way my hands are clean. What you mm -hmm. do with the information now is up to you. You can't say that no one ever told me and I'm warned. I'm, I was never warned. No one ever told me about Christ. No one ever warned me about tattoos, nose rings, piercings, waist beads, uh, yoga. No one ever told me about I shouldn't mark my skin. Well, it's all really in the scripture. But we are also a group of Christians that are unstudied, unread, and we don't rightfully divide the word of truth. So and there I lies the confusion. Right. I think you're right on that. I think most of it is ignorant because people don't know, won't read, and just go along with what's going on. Can you go share with us what are the, um, the, the is it the gates? Uh, yeah, I can share that with you. So your okay. eyes, whatever you view through your eyes. Your eyes are a gate. Your ears are a gate. So this is why I don't watch television. Number one, there's nothing to watch. Number two, I don't have time to watch television. But television and music, because we have to understand the means by which these mediums are being projected. Airwaves and frequencies. The Bible says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. First heaven. That means that is his domain. And that is what he's going to use to demonize to inculcate, to deliver uh, mediums that are dangerous spiritually. And because we're not paying attention, we get caught up. And here's the thing, because a song says gospel on it, don't mean it is gospel. Don't doesn't mean that it glorifies God, even if it has the word Jesus in it, even if it, it seems like it's something that is bringing honor and glory to our God, because if the foundation is wrong, everything is wrong. And mm -hmm. so these are the this is the information that we're starting to get that even groups that I like, God is like, nope, 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 that's not me. I'm like, but Jesus, I love Maverick City. Nope, 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 that's not me. But Jesus, I love Hillsong. Nope, 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 that's not me. But I love Bethel. No, 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 that's not me. And I'm like, God, so how do I theologically explain it? And he mm -hmm. said two words to me, strange fire. 
So if the foundation of, of the whatever church and foundation that these groups are connected to, if it is faulty, then the outcrop of what they're connected to will also be faulty. And that was a hard thing because I'm a musician. I love mm -hmm. Maverick City. I love that song with Final I know I Spider. like Maverick City too. I, I love Jira. Like I, like I love Jira. <laughs> Those are that's my songs. And God is saying, I'm not in that. I am not in that. And then what happened was the demons started to name preachers that are being influenced by the kingdom of darkness. And my heart is breaking. Not that I listen to many of them, but I think mm -hmm. about the people that listen to them that don't realize that the foundations of many of what they're saying is not of God. If there's no transformation, it is not God. You can be entertained. You can be taught to change behaviors. You can be taught to think differently. But if you're not being transformed in the sense that, listen, whatever God says, it's word and it's not open to debate. Many times we think, I used to think this, oh, being a Christian is boring. No, it's not. Wait till you get 50 and you realize all the stuff God was trying to save you from. You'll understand then because our flesh is out of control. I remember being Amen. 20, 30. And just want to do what I want and want to call on Jesus when I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. That's not what Jesus is for. He's no. not a life jacket or parachute. You know? And, you know, I've, I've found um, the more I want to please God and want to do his will and to, to help others see the, you know, God's goodness. I don't have a whole lot of time to be doing anything else, but working for the kingdom. You know, so, and I think that that's the goal. Our goal is to to evangelize. Cool. Our goal is to thank you, God, for salvation. And Absolutely. then for us to evangelize, to bring others. That's why we were created, to worship him. Absolutely. And so, okay. You, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go I was going to say what, what you're saying is true. Between my writing, between my studying, be, be, between my praying, between, you know, s different speaking engagements and just mm -hmm. all the appointments, um, I really don't have time to do anything else. Like, after I'm done here, I'm going on another session, right? And Lord mm -hmm. knows how long that's going to last. I'm going to go to bed and thank God tomorrow's Friday because I don't do um, sessions on Friday. But I know somebody's going to call and that space that is open is going to be occupied by somebody that needs help. So we don't have time for anything else. When, when I travel with Erica, when we travel, right, um, she, she always has to tell me, bring one laptop. You're not going to have any sessions. If you're mm -hmm. going to work, you're going to work on stuff that you need to complete as far as manuscripts, but you're not going to be talking to a whole bunch of people because, <laughs> you know, get, and I know you know this, we get uh -huh. in the space where we always can find something to do in regards yeah. to the kingdom. And what I've had to learn to understand is still learning to understand there's always tomorrow. And yeah. your fight or these people's fight, every fight and every battle is not yours. And so because we have a love for people, we feel bad. But the truth is, we can't do it all. Mm -hmm. And so Tell as you Erica say- Tell Erica high for me. Tell Erica I will. high. Okay. We don't have time to do everything. We don't. Yeah. And so- yeah, and the more and more that we, 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 you know, in the, this social media platform, you know, um, I think there's a lot of demonic stuff involved in it. 
But I think also this is a great opportunity for us to get the word of God. Out. Absolutely. Here's why. And let me tell you why I absolutely 100% agree with you. I do not use any of my social media platforms for anything else but ministry because I'm aghast at what Christians do. Let me start with the young women. A scantily clad, your old club dress with a blazer over it doesn't mean that is acceptable attire as a person that carries the gospel. Posting 100 pictures of yourself with a scripture, it is not evangelizing. It is not. This is where we've been duped to believe that young men, your pants too tight, you carry the gospel. We don't follow trends. We set trends. Everything that is manufactured doesn't mean that you have to purchase it. Everything that people's doing doesn't mean that you have to do it. So I'm very, at the same time being a, a social media ministry, I'm mm -hmm. very specific and strategic about how I utilize social media. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, um, yes, it has its bad things, but what the, the pandemic showed us is us as ministers, y'all better come from outside them buildings and, and, and um, get out on the streets or utilize social media to establish what Jesus did. Show exactly. me where I can only find two accounts in the gospel where Jesus went into a building to preach. Three. All the other times he was outside on the street, he was mm -hmm. on Jerusalem Boulevard, mm -hmm. crossing King's Highway and doing all these things and speaking to people. And what we've done is created all these edifices and God forbid nobody coming to church, nobody gets saved. That is not evangelism. No, no. And you know, I, I thank God for the, the ministry that he's given me with Morning Soul Shine because it's, it's a little bit different than the norm, you know, but I, I believe God is using morning soul shine to help people understand that what they're going through, they're not alone. Somebody else have gone through that and they can tell their story. And, you know, when we stop and hear someone's story and how God has brought them out, their testimony of, you know, deliverance, I think that's what it's all about. And so God has been using Morning Soul Shine to um, ask people to come on and just tell your story, give your testimony so that way you can help somebody else. And then also to have people like yourself come on and teach, teach, you know, and just share the word of God. And so I'm, I'm just thankful for social media. I really am. I'm thankful I, I, because I, this is a platform. I am as well. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell you how I really got into ministry. At my, at my old church, I remember um, random people would just walk up to me and be like, you, you are what the church needs. You are what this church needs. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that the pastor, the bishop, wants you to be the one in their, their succession plan. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize that because God was using me in areas that maybe the church hadn't experienced, I became a target. Oh, you can't give them a mic. Don't ask them to pray. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because they weren't able to control the reaction of the people. Mm -hmm. And so I remember sitting in church one day and my ex-wife was like, they're preaching about you. And I'm like, impossible. I, I cannot be a threat. I'm not a threat. I don't want anybody's job or position. I just want to be used of God based on the gifts that he's given me. And she's like, nah, they're preaching about you. I went back and listened to the video and was like, sure enough, I didn't even realize that I was a threat to them. And so I am a big, I'm big in saying, God, if you want me to leave, show me. 
He showed mm -hmm. both of us independently that same night in a dream, and I knew it was time for me to go. But now here I'm dejected because I'm like, well, well how am I supposed to be a minister of the gospel, do deliverances? I ain't got no building. And he said, look outside. And I look out the window. I was in New York at the time. And, you know, New York with, the, with high rises. I'm like, I'm on the third mm -hmm. floor, and all I can see is red bricks. He's like, no, the mm -hmm. whole world is out there for you to minister to. And the next week, I got invited to speak on a radio show. And from that day, I've been doing ministry ever since. Going into prisons and speaking. Uh, a lot of Zooms and social media stuff because of the pandemic. Uh, going mm -hmm. to different churches in New York at first and in New Jersey and now in Maryland. And so social media has been the impetus to what Deliverance Chronicles is today, the different platforms that we use. Like when mm -hmm. we stream, we stream on four or five platforms at the same time and they're recorded. So people can always go back and reference mm -hmm. the information. We have a training program where you can purchase the training program that gives you access to 30 volumes of information about deliverance. Mm -hmm. And that purchase allows you to give a random person free access. So it's not about the money. And then we co collaborate. So we're not just bringing through deliverance and teaching you. Now, if you don't have a church home in the social media age, mm -hmm. we have true fam that you can stream the Bible study. You can join mm -hmm. into the Zoom prayer meeting. You can mm -hmm. attend service on Sunday sitting on your couch. And, and so Bishop what we- Eric Zimmerman is wonderful. You He's got to amazing. get him on. Yes, I do. We, okay. You need to set that up for me. I got you. I got your back. <laughs> you, you know, I love morning soul shine. I, I think what you do is tremendous. Let me tell you what I like about what you do. I got my Bible sitting over here. I'm going to okay. use this as an illustration. Okay. You're not Speak a Bible thumper. Me. You're not a Bible thumper. You're not busting people in the head with the word old school. And listen, there's nothing wrong with old school. But what we have to understand that there is a genre and an area for different people based on what God has called them to do. God hasn't mm -hmm. called me to do what you has been called to do. Neither can I deliver or relay the messages that God has called you to relay and vice versa. So mm -hmm. we all have our space and we need to realize that we're on the same team. We work together. I think you're tremendous. I think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and night baseball. <laughs> the stuff you do for me that these people don't know about, it is awesome. I, I, I tell Erica, I cannot wait until the time comes where we have the resources that all the people that brought us to this place, we can bless them in a way that changes their life. And I'm waiting do you for remember to come. The, the first thing I told you, I said, I'm not a prophetess. <laughs> And what I told you, I'm like, you was like, you don't have to be a prophet. You let God use you in whatever you way that minister. he's going to use you. Yeah. Yes. You got a ministry. And so, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, proud to make your acquaintance and what you do for me, man. I'm, you make me look like, I don't even know what to say. Some of these snippets that you made, I'm like, Wow, I didn't even think about this stuff. And they're awesome and people love them because I did a poll. What do you think about the snippets? They love them. They absolutely love them. Well, we know they, that's God. We know yes, it's God. Because I didn't even know what to tell you to do. I was like, yo, let God show you because I don't know what to tell you to do. Mm -hmm. And you came up with this and it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And listen, the bishop will sing your praises as well. 
And I, man, I, I really appreciate what you're doing for Deliverance Chronicles. And this is why you could call me in a drop if I had to say, Wayne, my guest left. I need you to jump in there and talk to me. I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. I'm so here much. for you. And we I really appreciate you. that. And Bishop Zimmerman, he just um, just went through his ordination. What on last weekend? Yes. Yeah. So we he ready is to now get back to work with him. Yeah. The presiding bishop of Kingdom International. I don't even know the proper name, but he didn't even ask for this. He's a God, wonderful, wonderful guy. Very humble. Mm -hmm. Very humble. And I love yeah. him. That's my big, that's my baby, baby, big brother. And you know, I tell him <laughs> all the time, if I got to get my pom-poms and cheer you on, brother, I'm that dude <laughs> because we're on the same team and you are doing kingdom work that is not seen these days and age. You're not looking yeah. to be a celebrity minister. You want to see people saved and set free. Amen. I love him for that. Amen. Amen. So um, I know we were um, discussing deliverance. Um, when is your next deliver your mass deliverance service? May 27th, 8 p.m. Uh, that is 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be streamed for the people that may see it afterwards. So it's going to be on YouTube. Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And you'll be okay. able to access it there. If you want to make an appointment, not make an appointment, but reserve a spot to receive your Zoom link, we're going to do that as well. And we're going to publicize the Zoom link. As a matter of fact, Erica just said to you, what are you going to put up? The flyer. I'm like, um, today, today, I'll promise I'll do it today. <laughs> and so we're going to put the flyer up. We're going to bombard social media and get as many people in that Zoom room and we're going to do what we do. Last one lasted six hours. So we did, I know. we covered every topic. We did a little bit of teaching yeah, at the it end. Was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Me and the I bishop tag team. You had about, yeah, you had about a hundred people in the room and about a hundred and something trying to get in. They yes. were like in the waiting area. Mm -hmm. And then I got kicked out and couldn't get back in. I guess somebody what, took my space. I don't know what, what we're happened. gonna do this time is have capacity for 500 people. Oh, that wow. way, no one is going to be excluded from the experience, although they can watch on all the other media platforms. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is you want to do, and, and you know, I tell people, listen, if you have an issue with privacy, use an alias, block out your camera. Mm -hmm. I just need you to be able to listen and hear. And that's yeah. the goal. Me personally, shame the devil. I expose it all. Shame the devil. I don't care who sees or who knows. Get me free in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I really, really appreciate you being here and just kind of talking with us tonight as we go forth in this year and just praying for our nation and praying for our children, you know, um, yes. because there's a lot of things that's, you know, out there and we just need to be very prayerful. And uh, we really appreciate you being here. Would you like to say something else? No, it's, it's an honor. This is this is an opportunity that I don't take lightly because I honor you and I respect you. And I, I think what you're doing is a wonderful thing. And you just having me on your platform. Listen, you don't know how many times I've been rejected. And God will always say, you see the very ones that reject you are the ones that are going to come and sit at your feet to teach this stuff. And so I honor the fact that you recognize the value in deliverance. And though you may not per se be a demon buster, you know that the demon busters <laughs> are relevant and are needed. So we appreciate yes. you. We appreciate you shining light on what we do. 
Oh yeah, I just I I'm just so proud of what you guys are doing. Evangelist Olsen, she was on Morning Soul Shine. Also, I watched it. Yeah, she is so good and she's amazing. And just the collaboration between y'all three, I just really believe God is doing an amazing work in the ministry that y'all are involved in. And so I really I'm really really proud of y'all. Um, and we, we, we appreciate uh, the accolades, you know, as long as we keep pointing back to Jesus, he said, if mm -hmm. I be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. So our goal is to always lift Jesus up so that all men will be drawn unto him. We are making disciples of Jesus Christ and not of ourselves. We're not interested in being celebrity pastor because with celebrity, there's a, there's a, a issue with com uh, compromise and we don't want to compromise. We're going to say what we're going to say. We're going to do what we're going to do. And if you don't like it, talk mm -hmm. to Jesus about it. And that's it. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Prophet. Prophet Wayne. <laughs> God and bless yes, you. you. Thank are. you so you much for prophet. having us. Thank you so much for being on. And guys, we thank you all for watching Morning Soul Shine with Bridget. Please be um, very, very watchful and prayerful, mm -hmm. you know, because we know that the enemy is out there, but God is so much stronger than the enemy and he's in control. So thank Amen. you guys for being with us and we'll see you guys on next week. Thank you again. Good night and God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye.